All right, what if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that is exactly what you're going to get. They can help you find work in any industry. With just one interview at Express, you have a connection to endless jobs. Whether you want a contract job, a new full-time role, or a summer job, choose Express Employment Professionals. Express has more than 860 locally owned locations and no fees for job seekers. Visit ExpressPros.com today to find a location near you. Summer is upon us, and whatever you have going on, a vacation, a staycation, a summer wedding, well, Macy's has you covered. If you need summer dresses, matching sets, volume sleeve tops, wedges, straw-crafted bags, I mean, really, they have what you need head to toe. I'm talking Levi's, Dolce Vita, Lacoste, and more. So shop summer must-haves at Macy's. Go to Macy's.com slash style. Again, that's Macy's.com slash style. Something I for sure love having in my home is super clean countertops. And I love when it smells good too. So you can bring the vacation vibes to your home with coconut scented Clorox Sentiva. It smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy with a refreshing scent that'll transform your space into a tropical island retreat and give you a powerful clean. No plane ticket required. Unleash your self-expression with the enchanting coconut fragrance of Clorox Sentiva. You can get yours at a nearby retail store, also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots, and Tacova's is your stop before attending your next concert. All Tacova's boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacova's has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. If you can't make it to a store, well, just go to tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Life ain't always pretty, but hey, it's pretty beautiful thing. Laugh a little more thing. Tight, tighten up your core thing. Said EK, you're kicking it with four things. With Amy Okay, Brown. it's Thursday again. It is Thursday, September 5th. And if you've been following along, like maybe you listened last week, heads up tomorrow, Friday is our big day. Right, Mary? Yep, mm-hmm. our QVC debut, or <laughs> it's our version. Really. It's like Q- our tryout, for right? QVC. In case you're just now tuning in and you're like, "What, Amy and Mary <laughs> are going to really. be on QVC?" No, we're not. We're creating our own Friday night Facebook Live event where we're going to be doing our Teacher Four Things Tote project, where you can sponsor a tote, or you can buy a tote for yourself. It'll be shipped to you. You can sponsor a tote for a teacher. Bless the teacher. It'll be going to a random person that you don't know, but you know what? They're going to be blessed. Or you can also take time to submit a teacher. If you're a teacher, submit yourself. If you're a, a mom and you love your kid's teacher, submit them, however that looks for you. Mm-hmm. But all that's going to be going down. And we kind of wanted to create excitement around it. So we wanted everybody to do it with us during the live. And we'll see the orders coming in as they come in and we'll give shout outs and Call then we'll, take, we'll take calls. You know, I think, you know, like Tina from Kentucky, <laughs> 
anymore. I don't know. I don't know. I think last week I talked about Cindy from Charlotte. North Carolina, yeah. <laughs> so you know what I'm saying. So it'll be so much fun, but we want y'all to make sure you have this on your calendar. If you've got nothing going on on Friday night, tomorrow night like us, it'll be tomorrow night. That's September 6th, 8 p.m. Central Standard Time on the Facebook page for The Shop Forward. I don't think we've mentioned that yet. Oh, yeah. But it's The Shop Forward on Facebook, and that's where we're going to be do- doing it. And we're going to have fun with a capital F. QVC, but not. So, okay. And y'all are in for a treat this episode because I have Kelly Levesque on and she's doing all four things. She's she's a celebrity nutritionist. She's very smart. She's very sciencey. She gets into the weeds on some of it, but I encourage you to stick with it. Some of it, you might be like, whoa, this is over my head. Trust me, I feel the same way, but she she knows what she's talking about. And then when you really start to absorb it, if you hear it a few times, then you're like, oh, okay, that makes sense. And I, I see what she was saying. So definitely listen to all four things. We cover various topics, including what she is grateful for. It'll be like a little get to know you. A lot of things, um, a lot of times with guests, I like to get the four things that they're grateful for in their life, which speaking of that, Mary and I have been talking about those gratitude journals, which I'll heard us talk about for a long time. And I'll just throw this out there. We're trying to think of the four things to put on the cover of the journal. Mm -hmm. We have a design in mind-ish, but we're open to suggestions. We're open to suggestions on what the four words should be. To signify gratitude or inspire gratitude. So like picture this, gratitude, gratitude, (laughs) gratitude, gratitude. That's gratitude four times. Now, that, that's like, that's what it is, but we need it to be more exciting than that. Like be kind, choose joy, laugh a lot, eat cake, but, but around gratitude, if that makes sense. And the words can't be too long. And be cute. And it has to be cute <laughs> and it has to flow. So there's so many things, but DM us. Uh, Mary is at, at the shop forward on Instagram. I'm at Radio Amy or at Shop Espoir. I run that account. So send us messages. And if you have any, or you can even email me radioemmy.com for any of that info and just be like, I have the perfect idea. If you really do have the perfect idea, we'll give you one. We'll we'll give you one and we'll probably send you other goodies. We're gonna give there is a person that gave us the idea to do the journal and we know who she is. She lives, she was at our Wichita Brunch Mm -hmm. and Burn event and she will be getting a thing from us once we finally finally once we finally come out with it. But okay, with that said, that's the housekeeping for for today. So let's go and get into our interview with Kelly Levesque. Here we go. First thing. That's right. Ah. Okay, so as promised, I've got Kelly Levesque on, and we're going to go through all four things with you, Kelly. So, you know, the podcast, we always cover four totally different things, but sometimes I have guests on where I just love so much about them that I like to cover it all, like with them right then and there, all four things. Okay. And so that's what we're going to do. And so she, (laughs) she is, Kelly, how did we meet? Let's see. I think I saw somebody post about you online. You're a nutritionist. And I guess really the quote is celebrity nutritionist, but you work with non-celebrities too, obviously. Cause yeah, everybody's everybody. I work with humans. You work with humans. Yeah. Because all different types. (laughs) Yeah. You, you worked with me. And so I think I saw somebody post about you or something. And then I reached out and went to your website and then I just got it all in on all the things and then set up a consultation. And then long story short, we've got to get to the part where my sister, Mary, 
myself, and you went on a four-day trip in California together, and we ate no food. (laughs) (laughs) So this is my favorite Kelly Levesque memory of all time. And I, yeah, we, we ate no food. We stayed at an awesome hotel. We got massages. It was like a girl's trip, like, without the food or the drinking. Yep. Yeah. And so like probably somebody listening right now might think, what the heck? That is so weird. But just quickly talk about how fasting can be good. And we're not saying go like don't eat for four days. I mean, we were under Kelly's supervision and she was guiding us through it. And I am shocked that we actually were able to do it and that we had energy and we hiked and worked out every day, which is crazy to me. But we stayed hydrated. We we you you did let us have some fat, right? Like, um, did we do yeah, like? Yeah. So you want me to run through it? So that you run through it, and then just say, "I'm crazy." <laughs> yeah, I don't want people. I just want to talk about because I think I know you know my history a little bit and how I've been terrified of cancer in my family, and I know how important. Um, and you're the you're the one with all the scientific background. Like Kelly is, she is a nutritionist, but I love that she gives like really practical nutrition advice. But it's all science backed, and she's very smart. Like used to work in cancer research, she knows her stuff. It's like you had a really uh, sciency background and career, and then you decided you wanted to really pursue your passion. Like this brought you more fulfillment, helping people figure out you know, food and their bodies and how to, you know, stay full longer and kind of break that starvation binge cycle that a lot of us can get into. And you knew the science of of what would help our bodies do that. And so that was what you were passionate about. So that's why now you do what you do. But there's also something to be said about fasting and what it can do for like cell turnover. Yeah. So, um, well, thank you for hyping me up a little bit there, Ames. I, um, so I, you're right. I spent eight years in cancer and genetics. I spent the majority and the beginning part, I guess, my first career in the research, in PubMed research and understanding studies and benefits of things. And then sort of started personally as a hobby, researching the nutrition side of things, decided to go back to school and start my own practice here in Los Angeles. So what we did um, was a four-day fast based on the work of Dr. Longo out of USC. And his research was on, you know, a longer fast. So it wouldn't necessarily be the intermittent fasting that people are doing where it's, you know, eating for six hours and fasting the rest of the day. This is a four-day fast. And the reason why we did it was because at about 72 hours, apoptosis happens, and that's programmed cell death. And that's when your body really starts to break down and kill and break down old cells. So you're breaking down those cells. You're giving your body the ability to do that. Um, and when you think about eating and how that might interrupt that process is any eating and digesting and balancing your blood sugar and digesting, that is a primary need. Like our body needs to manage that first. And so what fasting allows for is that apoptosis, that program cell death. 
And you are correct. I wouldn't send someone, you know, after a trip, after a trip to Cabo, I wouldn't say, oh yeah, just go on a four day fast because you're going to feel miserable. Um, what you want to do is prepare for that. So if you remember, we prepared for that four day fast by getting into a, a, getting into ketosis and getting fat adapted so that our body can start to dip into our fat cells for fuel. And we wouldn't feel those crazy crashes when we started to fast. Right. And when we were fasting for those four days up in Santa Barbara, we were using electrolytes. And at certain points, we were using um, beta-hydroxybutyrate, which is a ketone salt, um, ester. And so that is, is a form of fuel for our brain and our body. And it really supports kicking us into fasting. And then if we needed, we would take like tea or bone broth. Like I remember your, you know, your sister needing a little bit of bone broth one day, you know, cause it can be hard. Oh, her liver. Body. Yeah. Her liver was freaking out. Well, I think Mary and I had been doing your smoothies and eating the fab for, so just to, we'll get into more of this later in the podcast, but Kelly has the fab for lifestyle, which there's fab for recipes, fab for smoothies. And we had been doing that and so our bodies were a little bit, and I feel like I had been in in and out of ketosis in a way because of that, and I wasn't having much carbs. But I don't know if Mary and I confess this to you, but full confession, we did that trip right after the 4th of July, and Mary's family had this big, huge 4th of July party, and Mary and I were terrified that we were never going to eat again. So we literally like ate everything at the party. <laughs> it was probably, <laughs> probably like not the smartest thing to do, but I think our bodies, we, I didn't go into like as much shock because I had already sort of prepped my body minus like the day before the trip. We were, we ate everything in sight, but yeah, my sister, she hadn't really, she was still consuming certain things and dairy and gluten and um, carbs and a lot of the stuff more regularly. So I think her body was like, whoa, what is happening? You're detoxing me like crazy. And she did get a little sick. But I don't think it was a bad thing that that happened because it just showed that it was working. No, it's, it's you know, it's it's a side effect. I'm, I'm, I am all about gradual spikes and crashes of blood sugar. I am all about preparing someone for a fast in what I would say the appropriate way. And I know you and Mary and I had conference calls preparing for that. Yes. And, and then your sister was like, I'm coming. I know. Um, which I yeah. love. I, I love her. But I also want people to know who are listening, this isn't something that, this is something you prepare for. This is something that I have certain um, actor clients that I will take away for a four-day fast. And we you know, it is done once a year. It is not done for a role-specific situation. It's done for the benefits of bringing down elevated glucose numbers, bringing down triglycerides, bringing down the A1, your A1C on blood tests, bringing down inf- inflammatory markers like C-reactive protein, really getting those benefits of programmed cell death. And, you know, when people have what we would call brain fog, sugar cravings, all of that, we really get that full body reset with that type of a fast. I sometimes like that better than intermittent fasting where people don't eat till 2 p.m. Because what I see in practice is we get these binge type of behaviors where 2 p.m. finally rolls around and I have clients eating cake, you know, and they're like, it was in the office kitchen and I'm still intermittent fasting. So it doesn't matter what I eat between two and eight. And I'm like, no, I'd, I'd rather have you 
you know, if you want to shrink your feeding window, eat breakfast a few hours after you wake up and eat dinner early, like my grandma, you know, that's really going to give you the benefits of that, this sort of um, intermittent fasting that people have been doing. Right. Um, And again, I didn't know for sure we would go into the whole four day fast, but I thought some people might find it interesting and also crazy that Mary and my sister and I did that. And literally while we're recording this, Kelly, Mary just texted me and I, I told her, I said, I'm talking to Kelly Levesque right now. And she jokingly was like, oh, are y'all going to talk about the four days we didn't eat on the podcast? And I was like, literally talking about it right now. (laughs) So she said to tell you, hey, and I just think it's something if people are more interested, they can look into it and do what's what's right for their right for their body, but we were definitely doing it for health thing. We were not getting ready for any event. There was nothing coming up. There wasn't because we had something on the horizon. That was not the goal. It was strictly a health, like let's do something really beneficial for our body and, and our minds and our soul. And, and it, we did like, it's an experience that I will never forget. And anytime we're all together, it comes up like, remember, remember that time Remember that time we didn't, we didn't eat for eat. four days? <laughs> <laughs> well, if people want to learn more, they can go check out um, Dr. Longo at USC's research. He's written, you know, I think he has a TED Talk. He has a program called Prolon. So if people don't want to totally fast, he does a calorie restriction sort of like box cleanse plan. I think it's five days. Um, I prefer, I definitely prefer a full fast because you're getting that apoptosis and guaranteed. Um, but go into it the right way. Like right. make sure that you've learned how to balance your blood sugar. You're eating clean. You're really not feeling those huge spikes and hard crashes that people would normally feel from like a sad American diet. And then consider maybe dipping into ketosis just because if you're fat adapted and you're not, your body knows how to burn fat and you're not becoming, quote-unquote, hypoglycemic, meaning if you're burning sugar for fuel, also known as glucose, um, you're, you're, you're burning a source of fuel that can go away. So it's sort of like if you think about a marathon runner, they bonk. They run out of glucose, and they feel um, lethargic, and um, they have a lot of side effects, whereas if you become fat-adapted and you don't and you're able to burn fat for fuel, then when you go into fasting, it doesn't suck. Yeah. Because you're full. I mean, we all have fat on our body to burn. Our body just needs to learn and get good at burning it. Right. See, I told y'all Kelly was smart. Like, she's (laughs) very smart and very sciencey, but that's what I appreciate about it for sure. And as people are getting to know you as you're talking, Kelly, I thought before um, we continue on with more things, I thought, well, you know, they're kind of like learning all about Kelly Levesque. Like, what are four things right now that you are grateful for? Oh, well, first and foremost, um, my family. So I have a 10-month-old son named Sebastian and uh, my husband, Chris. And Chris and I have been together since 2007. So we are we're in it for the long haul and we're going to have a bunch of babies. And I just really, you know, I, I don't think I would feel fulfilled in my life without those relationships. And I just, they make me so happy every day. And I'm just really, really, really grateful for both of those boys, even though they're crazy. Um, they're a lot of fun. Um, second would be our health. Um, my son, Sebastian, was born um, and he had to be transferred from St. John's Hospital in Santa Monica to Children's Hospital of Los Angeles in Hollywood um, within a couple of hours of being born. So 
at the time, we didn't know if there was something severely wrong. Um, we were being told that he potentially had epilepsy, cerebral palsy, um, a really, it was a really like probably the most traumatic time in my life. And, um, we were at Children's Hospital for two weeks, and about halfway through that stay, he finally was able to get an MRI, and um, what had happened was he had a brain bleed from labor. So he's a completely, totally healthy kid. It was like he got his first concussion in a football game, and um, that blood sort of reabsorbed within a couple of weeks of being born. So right there, it was like our life was going to be totally and drastically, totally drastically different. Um, We were talking about moving home with our parents and how we were going to get like state support for uh, a child who need, who had special needs. And um, you just don't, you, you don't realize how lucky you are to have your health, to be able to walk, to run, to like do yoga, to, to use your brain, to help people, to have conversations like all of those are gifts we all take for granted. And um, Chris and I were really faced with that when he was born. And so we're so thankful for our health. Um, I would say third, I'm thankful for my faith because I know for sure we would not have been able to get through that time without trusting that God had a plan for us. And, um, you know, just having, having the faith that, that, we were going to be looked after. And if, if it were to, we were to have a bad outcome that we were going to be able to get through it. I remember having a conversation with Chris and he said, no, babe, maybe it's, it's horrific to think this, but maybe this is, this is God's plan for us. Like maybe we're supposed to show the world that like how to take care of a child who has special needs because we have the means to do it. And because, you know, of your background and, you know, that's, we wouldn't have been able to think those thoughts without our faith. And we're both really thankful that everything turned out okay. But, you know, had it not, we would have had, you know, had Jesus on our side too. So yeah. we're really thankful for that. Um, and then fourth and fourth, I would, uh, oh gosh, I mean, I would just have to say travel. Ooh, I know that sounds maybe selfish. No, that's but, a good one. Um, but I just think it really, it really has opened me up as a person. Like, to see different cultures and how they celebrate life and how they, um, you know, the foods that they make and, um, really just, it just layers on the gratitude for me. So just being able to see like how the rest of the world lives, like I am, I'm so grateful for the gifts that I have and it makes me want to give back to those communities even more. Um, especially like being in the nutrition space and seeing that so many people and children out there are hungry and, um, and being able to like help those causes really is important to me. And, um, so yeah, I, I think being able to travel really opens your eyes up and makes you more grateful for what you have and, and what makes you want to give back. Love it. Okay. So I guess I feel like with those four things, definitely learned more about you. And I know that I mentioned you've got your fab four lifestyle. It's almost like you were meant for the podcast because it's the four things podcast and your whole like wellness, your lifestyle and program is built off four things that you think are super important when you're putting food into your body. So the next thing that we're going to do is break that down. Like what's in a smoothie or what's on a plate in your mind and why those sure. four things. So we'll come back and do that for the next thing. Okay. 
All right, I want to tell you about something really awesome that Macy's is doing. It is currently Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. And Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAPI-owned brands right now, online and in-store. For the entire month of May, you can join Macy's in supporting AAPI-owned fashion brands. Plus, you can help support college access and student success when you donate online or simply round up in store to APIA scholars. Now, APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. And Macy's has made it super easy. You can just round up your purchase to the nearest dollar at checkout to support APIA Scholars, which is an educational nonprofit. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander-owned brands at Macy's.com or in-store. Again, that's Macy's.com. You're going to be doing some shopping anyway. Why not round up and give back? That's Macy's.com or in-store. All right, so I've been saving on shopping this year by only buying new clothes when I've sold some clothes that I no longer wear. And what this has done is it's forced me to be super wise when I'm adding clothes back into my closet. I want to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune, and that's where Quince comes into play. You can go see for yourself all the awesome stuff they have, especially for summer right now, like European linen dresses and blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, 14-karat gold jewelry, so much more. And if you're like me, you're like, hmm, This just seems too good to be true. Well, what Quince does is they partner directly with top factories and they cut out the cost of the middleman and they pass the savings on to us. So we are getting things for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. For example, I'm literally looking on their website right now at this open knit cover up maxi dress that'll be great for the summer, 100% organic cotton, and it's $49.90. It could retail for $148. So that's 66% savings. And with warm weather here, you need to check out Quince. All you got to do is go to quince.com slash Amy for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E.com slash Amy. You're going to get free shipping. Again, 365 day returns. That's quince.com slash Amy. I don't want to waste my time taking vitamins that aren't really going to do much for me. Like I want research. I want to know like, hey, this is actually doing something for my body. And Ritual knows this. That's why they conducted the research. They've done clinical trials on their Essential for Women 18 Plus multivitamin. The results, well, it increased vitamin D levels by 43% and omega-3 DHA levels by 41% in just 12 weeks. And as a woman, I want healthy vitamin D levels, and omega-3 levels. And all I got to do is take my Ritual Essential for Women 18 Plus Multivitamin every morning. I take them on an empty stomach, but sometimes if I forget, I may take them in the afternoon. It's really up to you when you want to take them. There's nine key nutrients in two delayed release capsules. And what the delay release capsules does for us is it optimizes our body's absorption of these nutrients. It's gentle on the empty stomach. Like I said, I can take it first thing in the morning and I'm totally fine. And with a minty essence in every bottle, it actually makes taking your vitamins enjoyable. No more shady business. Ritual is essential for women. 18 plus is a multivitamin that you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month at ritual.com slash four things. Start Ritual or add Essential for Women 18 Plus to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash four things for 25% off. Hey, it's Amy here to talk about the incredible work being done by St. Jude Children's Research Hospital and ask you today to join me in becoming a partner in hope. 
When you make a donation to St. Jude, you're helping an organization that has helped push the overall childhood cancer survival rate from 20% to more than 80%. And I can tell you from personal experience, that number and the hope that it brings is invaluable. What they are doing at St. Jude is making a huge difference. It is full of joy there, which a lot of families need at that time. They don't need to be worrying about travel, lodging, food, everything is paid for at St. Jude so that families can focus on their child that has cancer. Your support means families never receive a bill from St. Jude. It's only $19 a month, and when you sign up, you'll get the new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. Join me in helping St. Jude in the fight against childhood cancer. Become a partner in hope at musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. Second thing. Okay, so the four things... Kelly, that should be in all of our smoothies or on all of our plates at any given time. Let's go over what those four things are and and why they work for the body and why like this these four things can help kind of end that that starvation binge cycle that a lot of us can get get into. Sure. So um, first and foremost, I grew up reading a bunch of diet books, becoming you know I love science. I loved health and nutrition and everything out there to me felt like deprivation or it felt like an eat and do not eat list, something I would fall off of. Nothing had positive reinforcement. And so what I wanted to create was something that was sustainable, something that was a lifestyle that could work for anyone from a vegan to a paleo keto person, someone with food allergies or preferences, someone who traveled, someone who made all their food at home. It didn't matter. I wanted that light structure sort of like you know, just the frame framework of what you should have on your plate. And what I, what I wanted people to get was the most nourishing things and what their body needs. So the four things that your body needs, um, and these four things also regulate over eight hunger hormones in your body and balance your blood sugar and elongate your blood sugar curve. So I was looking for a simple, easy way for people not, ha- not to have to count calories or macros or anything like that. And it's protein, fat, fiber, and leafy greens. So I can go through each of them. Protein, first and foremost, there's, um, you have to get essential amino acids from the food that you eat, meaning there are certain protein uh, structures that, you know, protein amino acids that you don't synthesize internally, meaning you have to get this protein from your food. So we need to eat protein, and protein regulates six of the eight hunger hormones. It makes us feel full. It's the most satisfying macronutrient out there, and um, it definitely helps to slow digestion and make our food last for us. So a good example of that might be fish or a grass-fed burger or garbanzo beans, or maybe you're using um, sunflower seeds or nuts. So find a source of protein on your plate. Um, In a smoothie, that's protein powder. It could be collagen. It could be whey. It could be grass-fed beef. It could be pea protein, depending on your lifestyle. So we got to find protein in our plate or in our smoothie. Now, Kelly, well, mm -hmm. back to the protein. Does it matter if, like, because the collagen, so I use Vital Proteins, the collagen peptides, and, you know, I'll put that in my matcha or, like, if I'm making a smoothie, it's unflavored. So a lot of times it's mostly just in, like, my matcha or coffee or whatever. I mostly drink tea, but I, I don't know if that's not a, I don't know the words. Cause again, I'm not, I don't have the background you do, but the complete amino acid profile or whatever it's called. So should we be worried about if we're what, that the protein has that or what? 
Yeah. So here's the way that it works for someone who leans plant-based um, or who takes collagen. So you, you definitely want to get those essential amino acids from food. If you don't have those essential amino acids, it's an incomplete protein. And um, so animal, like a piece of steak or a piece of fish, that's a complete protein. It contains the essential amino acids your body needs. Something like a collagen doesn't have uh, certain branch chain amino acids and it isn't complete. But what it does offer are amino acids like glycine and proline and um, – and, for example, glycine, our body can make the amino acid glycine. It makes about three grams a day. But to synthesize new collagen in your body, like for your face, your connective tissue, your gut, you need to synthesize, You need to be ingesting or, or having about 10 grams a day. Okay. So if you can see, we're short by seven. So having that, that type of protein in your matcha or in your smoothie is fine as long as you're having a source of complete proteins or other sources of protein throughout the day. So for plant-based people, they used to say, oh, you should pair rice and beans, or you should pair beans and seeds, because by pairing those two things, you get all the essential amino acids your your body needs. Now, I think that's overkill. Like, I don't think that you necessarily need to be pairing those proteins together at every meal, but instead making sure that you're getting a mix of proteins throughout the day. So if all you have is collagen throughout the day, and you're vegan, and you're not having, like, different nuts and seeds or beans, then I would worry that you're not getting the amino acids your body needs. But like if you had collagen in your smoothie with some nut butter, and then at lunch you had some lentils on some greens and or like a soup, and then at dinner, you know, if you're mixing those up throughout the day, you're getting the amino acids that your, that your body needs to synthesize new protein. Okay. Thank you for clarifying that for me. And some people, if you're new, if a lot of these words are new to you, you maybe need to listen back to it or take notes or Google things. Cause I know it can be overwhelming, but I think this is important stuff and it's good to know. Um, especially stuff that if you listen to this podcast regularly, you may hear me talk about it and you're like, Oh wait, I thought Amy said this, which I, I do again, I always have to like preface and I don't do a great job at it, that I'm not a nutritionist and I have, do not have Amy the Amy is not a doctor. I am not <laughs> a doctor. You cannot take everything I say with you um, and just apply it to your life and think it's going to be magic or something or work. But, you know, I do, I am a big fan of the collagen peptides and I do see a difference in my hair, my skin, my nails, my joints, my gut health. So like for me, I may have that part and I try to knock that part out in the morning and then, yeah, like it, then like in, I made a thing, a tea, hot tea this morning and just put a scoop in it because it dissolves quickly in the hot tea. And I drank that boom. And that was my 10 grams because I just put one scoop. And then mm-hmm. later in the morning at work, I had a fab four smoothie today. And, you know, I feel like my days are very different, but when I'm at work, I don't have a lot of time and I need to feel full. So I feel like your smoothie and you're going to get into the rest of the components of all these four things, but you know, in my smoothie, I had, you know, my fat and my protein. I don't know which ones you've covered yet. What have we covered? Well, so you we mentioned covered, them all. We've, we've just covered protein. So okay. next is fat. Next is fat. And so my smoothie fat had fat. Down, 
Yeah. So fat slows down the digestion of your meal, making it last longer in your body. And that's really important because what we used to say, what what the science used to say is five to six small meals a day was better for your metabolism and better for weight loss and better for body composition. But new research says it's better for your thyroid and it's better for complete digestion to have fewer meals. So you need to make those meals last for you. And you shouldn't really be snacking a lot of the snacks that are available to us are what like chips and crackers and pretzels and cookies and protein bars. And they're all full of like sugar, processed carbohydrates. And the really good food for us is the stuff that we like are making like a big salad with protein um, and, and, or like roasting some veggies with something like a piece of fish or that that's really the way we should be eating. But, you know, a lot of us are on the go and we need these fast tools. So I did create the smoothie as a way to have real whole foods in a very quick way. So the fat in your smoothie would be almond butter, avocado, coconut oil, MCT oil, olive oil, um, just uh, any source of nut or seed butter like that that is a whole food and the fat is going to slow down that the digestion of that meal. It's also going to release satiety hormones, meaning you're going to feel full and more calm. I use the example um, a lot of having chicken and like poached chicken and steamed broccoli versus having it sauteed up in pesto there. You're going to feel very different from those meals and the, and the fat like olive oil in that pesto is really going to make you feel calm and relaxed. And we want that because you shouldn't be fighting not to eat. You should eat the components that make you feel full. So you don't have to think about food 24 seven. Right. Because, and I'm going to, well, Ooh, maybe this will make this the next thing. We'll finish the, the fab four. But the next thing we talk about is maybe food affecting our hormones. Sure. Yeah. Okay. So let's continue. So we've got protein and fat. Yep. And then fiber is really, really important. Um, We don't have, there's not, it's not essential in the way that you have essential amino acids and essential fatty acids. So essential fat is like omega-3. We know we need to get that from our food too. But fiber is so essential for our gut microbiome. It's essential for the probiotic bacteria that lives inside of us for digestion, for fullness, and we don't get enough. So, um, the, you know, the uh, expectations or, you know, the uh, daily intake need that you should be getting is 30 grams, and most Americans get less than 15. And so we have all these side effects like constipation, IBS, and um, so I'm looking for a way for you to get fiber on your plate, whether that's eating broccoli, which a cup of broccoli has six grams of fiber and you're having that at lunch, or you're putting chia or flax or acacia fiber in your smoothie. So what I love about those is that it's a really fast and easy way to get a good dose of fiber, two tablespoons of chia, and you've got 10 fiber, 10 grams of fiber already crossed off your list for the day in your first meal of the day. Whereas if you were to have just like some eggs, you're not getting any fiber. So it's a great way to up your fiber intake. And then last is leafy greens. Um, and what I mean by that is I want you to, I want you to get like spinach or kale or arugula, um, romaine. People, studies show that people who eat a cup of leafy greens every day, their brains perform cognitively 11 years younger. Wow. So it, it has huge brain benefits. It's full of phytochemicals. And what surprises most people is leafy greens don't have a lot of fiber. So you're going to have two big cups of spinach and only get a gram of fiber um, where they'll say like, oh, I got a lot of fiber today. I had a big salad. Well, did you? Like, we got to get those non-starchy vegetables and, and seeds in our meals as well to get to really get where we need to go. So that's the fab four. You can do it in a smoothie. Um, my favorite is 
probably right now, a chocolate protein powder, almond butter for my fat, chia for my uh, fiber, a big handful of leafy greens. I blend that out, up with some unsweetened almond milk or coconut milk, and it tastes like a peanut butter cup, but I'm getting my greens and fiber for the morning. Boom. That's literally basically what I, I, I had this morning, except for I didn't have almond butter. I used, I just had MCT oil. I think it's because we were out. Because um, normally I do like to mix a nut butter if I'm doing chocolate protein powder. Because you're right. It does taste like like a treat. Delicious. And we're recording yeah. this right now. And I get to work super early. I packed my smoothie with me. I busted it out once I could tell I was getting hungry. And so, but that was probably like 6 a.m. or so. I mean, I'd already been working for a while. And it's 12, 15 my time. And I'm still not hungry. And I still have yeah. a, like... A, so it's great. But by the time I wrap up with you and then I get home, like that'll be the perfect window for me to dive into lunch and hopefully go for something that isn't going to, uh, that I'm going to just snack on and snack on and snack on because I'm ravenous. I'm going to go for something that makes sense because I'm all chill because my hormones are chill, which that's the next thing we're going to get into is how food affects our hormones. And then also maybe with that one may go over like, Snacks for busy days, Kelly, or like even traveling because it's so hard or a lot of busy moms or working people or even, believe it or not, I I always have to shout out to the guys that listen to my podcast because I always just think I'm talking to the girls (laughs) and then I'll get some emails from a guy and I'm like, oh yeah, I got guys listening too. So like busy guys on the go. Um, So we will do that next. Perfect. Here we go. Okay, so I can get really moody at times or I can see my face kind of breaking out in certain places, Kelly. And I I know if I it's like around like my chin or even my neck area that it's something hormonal. And I know sometimes when I'm moody, I can tell. Is it really, is it like PMS or if I am I just straight moody because like I need to eat and my hormones are all out of whack. And it's crazy to think that food can affect us in such a way. Yeah, no, uh, food definitely has effects on your hormones. Um, I talk a lot about it in my book, um, Body Love. I talk about the eight hunger hormones that are screaming at you to eat um, and how the Fab Four regulates those hunger hormones. But one of the most important hormones to understand is the hormone insulin and how it works um, and how it works in your body. So, for example, let's say that you started your day with something that's a carbohydrate, like a pancake. If you started your day with a pancake, you would digest that into blood sugar. And what I like people to think about is think about that little stack of emojis, like the pancake emoji, like floating in your bloodstream. So the more that you eat, the more those little emojis pop into your bloodstream and they can't stay there. But that is your blood sugar going up. A bunch of pancakes skyrocketing that blood sugar. And so they need to get out of your bloodstream. And there's a hormone that helps them do that. And that's called insulin. And insulin is released whenever blood sugar enters your bloodstream. And insulin's job is to pull those pancakes out of your bloodstream and put them away. So it'll put a a little bit of those, a few of those pancake stacks into your liver. And that's like the gas tank for your brain and your organs. And then it'll put some of those pancake stacks into your muscles. And that's If you ever were an athlete, that's carbo-loading. That's stacking those pancakes into your muscles for energy. But what happens in this process and what happens to the excess? Say, for example, you have extra stacks of pancakes. The body's job is to 
transport those to the liver and convert those to triglycerides, uh, which is fat. But what's crazy to think about is the higher your blood sugar spikes, the more insulin, the hormone insulin is released. Insulin is going to is going to dramatically pull blood sugar out of your bloodstream. And that's the spike and crash process of overeating processed carbohydrates. That crash is going to make you cranky. It's going to increase cravings. You're going to feel like you're riding down that roller coaster and you want to go back up. And what it's going to manifest itself into is wanting more of those types of foods. And the more sugar we eat, um, the more we're feeding the back, you know, the sort of bad bacteria in our gut, like candida and yeast, those things can manifest into acne around our mouth um, and really make us feel not great. Our energy will follow that line as well. So the more that you can support your body to have sort of a gradual spike and a gradual crash, the less affected you will be by the hormone insulin and the more balanced, the more you're supporting your body's natural state or homeostasis. Um, and the better you'll feel, the more energy you'll have. So for me, it isn't about saying you can never have pancakes, you can never have chocolate, but it's about finding those alternatives that don't create that massive spike and crash that, re- that really prevent that huge dose of insulin from hitting our bloodstream. Because insulin resistance can manifest itself in a number of different ways. And this is like when we're always full of insulin because we're always saying, hey, we're going to have more of this sugar, more of these carbohydrates. It doesn't matter if it's quinoa, cake, candy, a bunch of fruit, like really understanding how these, how it breaks down and the hormones that are released is important because if we're constantly full of insulin and we become insulin resistant or pre-diabetic, then lead to things like polycystic ovarian syndrome um, and, you know, side effects that, that we're not, you know, we really want to avoid. So, well, not so much for, really, not so much for the men listening. Yeah. No, but it's important. It, it is important for men to understand that, like, uh, that whenever we're overeating these types of foods, we're we're really headed down the path towards inflammation, and and inflammation is the start of all disease, whether that's prediabetes, diabetes, heart disease, all of it. So it really understanding that we should be eating whole foods that are wrapped in fiber. So say, for example, you did want to have, um, I don't know, let's say like a piece of fruit. I would go for a high fiber fruit like raspberries over having, especially over having juiced fruit like orange juice because there's no fiber there. So it's not slowing down the release of that sugar. It's it's really easy to just drink orange juice and, and drastically spike your blood sugar. So that's an important hormone to understand. A few others would be like um, cholecystokinane is a hormone. It's called CCK. And if you're not eating any fat, you're not releasing, you're not really getting the release of this hormone. And this is the hormone that makes us uh, feel relaxed and calm. So we're talking about like anxiety about the food that we're eating or food anxiety and what, ends up happening is people start counting calories and the first thing they start to pull back on is fat because they realize fat has more calories per gram but then the anxiety of like what they're going to eat and their hunger is is skyrocketing so we really want to make sure that we're trying to balance our plates and balance our meals so that we don't have to deal with that um and i think the third one that i would want to mention um would be hmm, i mean there's there's really a lot but I think um, I think understanding that 
neuropeptide Y plays a huge role in sugar cravings. So neuropeptide Y is a hormone that if we're not eating enough protein throughout the day, we will crave sugar. Okay. So one of the things I'll see with clients who are under eating protein is that all they want is carbohydrates and sugar. And so I can simply add a protein-based bridge snack or increase the protein in their fab four smoothie. Like a good example would be most people will have like one or two eggs for breakfast. Well, that's only 12 grams of protein. If I switch you over to a protein shake, I can get you 15, 20, 24 grams of protein. And all of a sudden it's like you are today, Ames. You're not hungry and you had your smoothie six hours ago. You're balanced. And when you go to eat your next meal, you're not going to be ravenous and overeating. Okay, well, let's say that we did, we were craving eggs, though, and but we wanted to get an adequate amount. Like, Madam, how, mm-hmm. how do you do eggs? Because I know you probably, I don't know, there's all the different statistics and you hear studies. Like, you shouldn't have more than two egg yolks at one meal or this many eggs a week because of cholesterol. Yeah. But I have no idea if that's changed because I feel like you hear different things all the time. So what, yeah. how do you achieve that? Like, some e- full eggs and then some egg whites? No, no. Um, actually three eggs, three eggs have been, has been proven to have, to not have an effect on people's cholesterol. Okay. Um, so three eggs a day. And if you're looking to get over 18 grams of protein, you can add an egg white to that. Okay. Um, I know people are really nervous about egg yolks because of the history of, of saying that the cholesterol in your food has, a, has an effect on the cholesterol in your body, but it has such a minimal effect. It has less than an 8% effect on cholesterol. And cholesterol is not the main driver of heart disease. It's inflammation and hardening of the arteries. Cholesterol is anti-inflammatory. It's brain food. It really is it really is important for making hormones in our body. So I wouldn't be afraid of the cholesterol. If you are a hyper absorber, uh, this would be the only time that I would say that you want to be careful of cholesterol. And you can find that out on a 23andMe genetic test where you just swab the inside of your cheek and send that off. You can find out if you're a hyper absorber. And in that case, I would maybe say, okay, have one egg yolk. But the egg yolk is where all the B vitamins are. And when you talk about body composition, weight loss, energy, mood, B vitamins are so important for that. Like the yolk is the multivitamin in the egg. So don't don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. Yeah, no. Now I'm like, de- this is definitely what I'm going to have when I get home. Like now I'm so craving eggs, which, you know, maybe you're eating out somewhere and you can't, maybe you're meeting your girlfriends for brunch and mm-hmm. wherever y'all are meeting, they don't have the recipe for, you know, a smoothie always. But um, I mean, the great thing is your Fab Four is not just, I know we put a lot of emphasis on the smoothie because it is a way to just get it all. And we're all so busy and on the go, but you mm-hmm. could go out to eat and order the eggs. You could say, Hey, I'll take three eggs and an egg white. And then how would we get the other components? How would you suggest, suggest we get the, the complete four? Yeah, so uh, I love a veggie scramble or an omelet. So I'm always looking for like peppers, tomatoes, spinach. So they can do a scramble like that. And your fiber is in all those non-starchy vegetables, the tomatoes, the peppers, the mushrooms, your leafy greens, the greens is the spinach. And then there, there is fat in an egg and the egg yolk. And then they're also going to use like an olive oil or an oil to cook that food in. If you're just getting, say, scrambled eggs, I would do scrambled eggs, side of avocado, and probably um, like a mixed salad with 
some non-starchy vegetables like tomatoes or carrots or whatever comes on that mixed green salad um, because you're getting fiber in the avocado, you're getting fiber in the toppings on that salad, you're getting the leafy greens. You know, it really is easy to look at and just categorically say, do I have the fat for it? Any meal at any restaurant. And so you could be the girl who gets a big salad with non-starchy vegetables and chicken or tuna or salmon. You could do the roasted main meals on a restaurant menu. You know, a lot of times people will pick a salad because they think it's the healthiest option. But a lot of times if you're out at dinner, if there's like a wood, you know, cedar plank salmon and a side of broccoli, I would do that and start with a side, uh, start with a, um, a starter salad. Yeah. And then, so since I'm, still craving eggs as we talk. Um, back to the omelet, yeah. just to, to, to clarify for people, if you're ordering that, a lot of times restaurants, and this may be something people aren't considering, so it's just a heads up, is they put a lot of cheese in an omelet. Mm-hmm. So do you mm-hmm. do you just tell the, and then talk quickly about how you feel about dairy and the body, because I just mm-hmm. want a quick recap on that myself. And I, yeah. I eliminated dairy a long time ago just because I feel better not on it. I don't ever like... Um, you know, telling our listeners like, you can't have this or you can't have that or, you know, because, and that's what I love about the way you present it is you just want to, you just want people to be free from food drama. And you're not saying you can't ever have X, Y, or Z, but these are the foods I'm giving you that are going to cut the cravings for X, Y, and Z. Like these are the foods that are going to get you feeling good. I think the tagline for your book, body love even is something like, you know, weigh what you want. You're free from food drama and like have balance or something, right? Yeah. Look at you. Oh, dang. Weigh what you want and free yourself from food drama forever. Right. And so I just want (laughs) to clarify, like if you, I don't want you to ever freak out at a restaurant like, oh, well, I, I like having an omelet with cheese. I don't know if cheese even affects that or what you would say to someone if, if they wanted that and their omelet. I personally would remind the waiter, hey, could I have a cheese-free omelet? Um, but yeah. just in case yeah. people, you know what I'm saying about dairy, can you yeah. just touch on that? Yeah. So um, I'm glad that you know that I'm a choose-your-own-adventure nutritionist. Um, I personally would say that I avoid dairy 90% of the time. I currently avoid it 100% of the time because bash Sebastian Bash has eczema and I'm breastfeeding, so he can't have dairy. Um, but the way that dairy works is it's, you know, unfortunately it's one of the top eight food allergens. So lactose is an allergen, casein is an allergen, whey is an allergen. So that's the sugar and the two proteins present in dairy. The thing that is least likely to be a allergen would be the fat. Like if you were to use like ghee, which is a lactose and protein free butter, right? But the way that it works is unfortunately dairy does contain a number of food allergies and allergens. And here in the United States, unfortunately, um, we have cattle that have been raised with uh, antibiotics and hormones, and those are going to come present in, in that food. So for some people pulling it out for most people, I'm going to be honest for most people, if they've ever cut it out, they're going to feel better. Mm-hmm. They're going to notice. And some people have the reaction of having feeling, feeling mucusy when they're eating a lot of dairy. Um, but 
you know, cheese and um, ghee, like ghee, for example, which is clarified butter, contains conjugated linoleic acid, which is this fat that is phenomenal for brain health. It's the only naturally occurring trans fat out there and um, is really good for us. So it, it really needs to be a personal decision on whether you have dairy. The way that I like to approach it is I will have dairy not right now because I'm breastfeeding a, a kid with eczema, but when I am done doing that, if I decide to have dairy occasionally, I'm trying to pick the highest quality dairy, something like an organic valley that I know is 100% pasture raised. It's something that is not always in my fridge. It would be an occasional thing that I would use. I think the only dairy when I'm done breastfeeding that I would consume uh, more regularly would be a ghee because it's free of the allergens, but it's giving me a benefit. Um, I think when you're getting food out, uh, like dairy in an omelet, I, I, I'd say like, why is it really giving you, giving you a better experience or can you get that with a side of avocado or a really good hot sauce or salsa? Yum. Exactly. I think that's a great way to look at it, is like, am I really like, omitting this like, oh, I can't. Because then when, when our brain, something happens when we tell ourselves we can't have it and it makes you just want to then forget you it, screw it. it. I blew it. So now I'm going to just, I'm out to brunch. And now that I got cheese in my omelet, I might as well, you know, Get have the-, the bun the, and a mimosa. <laughs> exactly. So, I, you know, I don't want it to, I just want to encourage people to look at it in a different way and not that you shouldn't have the cheese, but ultimately what's going to be the best call for your body? And you can make a swap that's actually going to, you're probably not even going to miss the taste or the flavor and boom, next thing you know, you're going to be feeling better if you made that choice. So yeah. um, I know in this thing, I wanted to kind of get to some snacks, but we'll save that for the next thing. And we also talk about your, you, I have read Body Love, but Kelly has a new book coming out and mm. it's now available for pre-order. So we'll get into that. And I want to talk about kind of snacks that you recommend. And since you mentioned mimosa, I do want to get your pick on, you know, if you were to be at a, you know, out for the weekend, like what's, what's the drink that's most likely to keep us more even than like spiking us like crazy. So we'll cover that next. Perfect. Okay. And not that if you are living the fab for lifestyle that you need to snack a lot, but sometimes there's just times where you, you need, you need to plan ahead and you got to have a snack or maybe you're traveling and you're on the road or you're busy and you don't, you don't really know what to grab for. Sometimes I feel like that's a question I get a lot in my emails, Kelly, is people just don't know what to keep in their purse, in their car or you know, in their carry-on when they're traveling or what can they get at the airport? So I kind of want to get your tips on stuff like that. It's a sort of perfect timing because I leave tomorrow morning for Big Sur um, and San Francisco. I have like a little yoga retreat that I'm going to for a couple of days with my sisters and then I'm in the city for work. So I was actually just packing up a little snack bag this morning for my carry-on. So um, when it comes to snacking, I like to think about the fat for as well. I want to regulate hunger instead of increase it. So say, for example, you were just to grab like a bag of chips, that's just carbohydrates. Your blood sugar is going to spike. It's going to crash and you're going to be more hungry. So we really want to look for the fat for in our snacks as well. And I call them bridge snacks because I'm looking for some way to bridge you from lunch to dinner or from breakfast to your next meal if you're traveling and you just 
the reality of life is it's not always going to be like a homemade meal or a, a real meal, but I like meals best because they do the best job really turning off hunger so we can relax. But occasionally we need a snack. So here are my go-tos. I would say any type of nut or seed pack. So I'll bring a baggie of almonds, cashews, walnuts. I have all of those in bulk here at my house. And sometimes I'll just make my own little like trail mix. Sometimes I'll add some big coconut flakes in that just for something fun or a few cacao nibs because I'm like, let's be crazy. (laughs) But um, that's always fun. Next, um, I pack individual protein powder packets and individual MCT oil powder packets. And what I do with that is I make a roadie. So say for the... Say, for example, I go through security at the airport and I walk up to Starbucks and I get myself an ice cream tea. What I'll do is pour a vanilla protein packet in over that ice cream tea and some powdered MCT oil. And if I've brought some type of fiber source with me, like a little chia or a flax, I'll shake that up in a shaker bottle. And then all of a sudden I have an unsweetened ice green tea latte smoothie that I can have through security without worrying about liquids. So I do that at a, when I'm on the go, it doesn't keep me full for the full six hours because I'm not blending it up with a bunch of leafy greens, but I'm getting something green in that tea. I'm getting my fiber. I'm getting my protein. I'm getting my fat. And it's a really good way to like get yourself to a lunch if you're on the go or traveling. Um, A couple of other things that I'll bring are those individual packets of it's going to sound gross, but tuna pouches. So like, you know, the tuna little cans of tuna or cans of salmon, they make pouches that are really easy to bring, um, packed in water. And that's something where I know if I get to an airport for lunchtime, a lot of times they have these like chef salads with sort of a, a, a creamy ranch dressing on the side. And what I'll do is I'll just ditch the creamy ranch dressing. I'll go for that vegan salad and I'll, I'll drizzle the, um, the, salmon, flaky salmon or, or, um, tuna onto that salad, sort of bring my own protein, sort of an option. Um, other, other things that I'll bring, if I know it's a long haul, like I'm going to New York, I'll bring an avocado and a plastic, you know, I'll grab a plastic spoon and a plastic knife. Once I get through security at an airport, I will bring protein (laughs) bars. (laughs) Well, I have to say, I have been that person on an airplane that has busted out an avocado from my carry-on and I sit there and I cut it open and I eat it and people look at me like I'm crazy. But then I I look at them eating their, which again, no judgment, but I feel judged for eating healthy fat that was God gave us (laughs) and is so good for you. And they're like, oh, you're so weird. And I'm like, well, you're eating pretzels out of a bag full of salt that would make me feel like crap. So that's why I'm opting for this. So don't be, sometimes it may feel a little weird because we're just not used to seeing people bust out avocados on an airplane, but who cares? No. Yeah. It's so much better for you. There's 10 grams of fiber and a whole avocado. So that's taking care of your fiber. 10 over 10 grams of fat that's taking care of your fat. You know, you could have an avocado and shake up some chocolate protein into an iced coffee or with some, you know, I don't know, with some water and you get your protein, you get your fat and fiber and you'd be feeling good. It's really about like just bridging yourself to your next meal and, and doing it with something that's not going to make you hungrier 90 minutes later. 
Right. And a lot of this stuff can be, these are little tips too that I learned, especially the word bridge snack. You refer to that in Body Love, which was, how long ago did that come out, Kelly? Body Love came out in 2017. Yeah. Okay. So a couple years later and you're on, you're giving birth to book number two and (laughs) I'm excited because I know it's available for pre-order, but go ahead and tell us about it so people can go ahead and get it. But I know if you pre-order, the great thing is you just like lock it in, which I feel like is amazing. And then boom, when it is finally out, you just get it. And it's like a a little gift that maybe you even forgot that you ordered. It's like fun. Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, I would, I would say my advice would be start with body love because it's the primer on nutrition and then body love every day is going to give you those everyday tools of like, what are my favorite protein powders? How do, what, how do I get my MCT powder? What are my favorite, you know, for meat eaters out there, what's my favorite grass fed jerky or um, pre pre pre-made dressings or any of that stuff um, is really going to come in that book. And then I have chapters which give you 21 days of each type of lifestyle. So girl on the go, domestic goddess, plant-based devotee and red carpet ready. And that's kind of where I give you the tools and tricks and things that I've done with clients preparing for roles, um, specifically like movie roles and red carpet. And none of these girls are, you know, like not skinny. Your goal is never like you're trying to lose weight and be skinny. You're creating like rockin' bodies that are out there and they can do their job, feel great, and be strong. Yeah, no, I, I, I've i had the pleasure of supporting people like um, Jennifer Garner to get ready for her, the Peppermint movie um, where she had to be sort of like a superhero and very lean but still really strong. And, um, you know, Jessica Alba runs a, a large company, The Honest Company, and not only does she have to, like, be prepared for press, but she's, like, running a huge team in a huge office and um you know it's just been i my girls are health conscious uh you know and and they really are amazing women and i really have i feel like i have the pleasure of getting to know them and supporting them so they don't have to hold the whole world up by themselves yeah i'm kind of deciding which which girl i would be in your book i feel like i would be girl on the go but then I also sometimes do need to be red carpet ready. And I know when I worked with you, like when we were really focusing in on stuff and now I just feel like I kind of know it. So I apply it, you know, uh, that's but how I hope every client does it. Yep. Exactly. And that's how it should be. But when we were, when we first met, I was predominantly vegan and, but now I eat meat, Kelly, like I, like all the time, I'm like so whatever. Proud. I'm like, if that's what my body needs and I do feel so much stronger and I'm, lifting weights, but also doing yoga and kind of all the things and just listening to my body and not, I mean, but if you are vegan, you do have the, the 21 day plan for the girl that loves plants or what did, what did you say? Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's really, you know, my first book, it was, people felt like it was, there was a hole for the vegetarian and vegan community, but it, there really wasn't. I have 50 smoothie recipes and you can pick a pea protein. And yeah. I had a couple of recipes where I use plant-based proteins, but I just, if, uh, when I think about what's worked for my clients and the majority of people that become vegan or vegetarian quit within the first year because of feeling, not feeling great or not being able to sustain that lifestyle. And, um, you know, I am so compassionate about the way 
you know, about animals. And I really hate the way that we raise certain animals here in the United States. And I champion and I vote with my pocketbook and I purchase 100% grass-fed protein from Thrive Market, which is a completely affordable company, Grassroots or Butcher Box. And, you know, I eat a little bit less and I opt for quality and I opt to really try to incentivize those regenerative farms that, that are healing the, you know, healing their ecosystem. They're not, they're not harming. They're actually increasing soil density. They're increasing soil diversity, which increases the nutrition in the vegetables that we eat. I mean, there's so much to be said about understanding how our world works um, and how it can be a really beautiful ecosystem. There's a a documentary that's going to be coming out in 2020 called Sacred Cow. And I'm just going to throw it out there. You all, everyone should go watch that. It's been like a lot of, uh, propaganda, I think. And, um, and we just really need to be responsible with our information, the information we're sharing so that we, we all stay healthy. Yeah, no, I think it's important to know that for sure. And, um, you know, not that this is, I feel like that was like, yes, that's information we do need for our bodies. And it's important to see what we're consuming and how it's being, um, made. I think, yeah, it is. Well, some of those documentaries really get to me, Kelly, though. Have you seen that one yet? Or you just know a lot about it? Um, I know a lot about it. I know who's behind it. I know what they're going to be sharing. Okay. Really, it's understanding, it's understanding how cows are essential and ruminant animals are essential for bringing carbon from the air into the soil and increasing the nutrition of the food that we eat. Got it. Got it, which is so important. Sometimes there's some mm-hmm. documentaries, which I know you wouldn't share one that or encourage us to watch one that was like this, but sometimes you watch them and you're like freaked out. Like you like, what? Oh, like, what are we consuming and what is happening to our world and earth and animals? And I'm never going to eat this or that or touch that. You know, it's just like scary. But I do trust anybody that um, or anything that you suggest on here. So before we wrap, um, I think we said we would touch on maybe alcohol <laughs> like a drink yeah I feel like that's another question I get a lot from people so that I'd ask you because especially because alcohol can cause different things to happen in the body too and maybe just like a go-to if someone were to have a go-to drink or maybe two options if they weren't trying to totally ruin everything what what would you suggest yeah. um well I would say anytime that you're having alcohol it you should really try to limit sugar um especially fructose so anything like that is that tastes sweet means that there's fructose in it. So from sugar, like simple syrup to like a juice type of a mixer. Um, and the reason for that is because you're already going to have to metabolize alcohol in your liver. And we're at, if you're adding fructose to that, it's just doubling down on like the detoxification your body has to do. So definitely keep it to something that is like a pure alcohol. Um, You could add soda water to that or, um, you know, a squeeze, a squeeze of citrus, like uh, tequila soda or a vodka water with lemon. But I would also pick a clear alcohol. So clear alcohol avoids um, those dark alcohols have things called conjugars in them that are responsible for um, broken capillaries and um, also responsible for the hangover. So clear is the way to go. I do agave or vodka. If you can get your hands on potato vodka or grape vodka, something that isn't using wheat and then agave, um, you know, is the agave plant. So you're, you're good to get, go there when it comes to it being gluten-free and free, you know, clear. So easier on the body. I would 
stick to that with like, you know, you could have a dirty martini or you could have a, a tequila soda with lime juice. That That's kind of a clear, cleaner option. And then when it comes to wine, um, it's one of the number one crops sprayed with pesticides. And um, they're really doctoring up wines nowadays. They add a bunch of sulfites to increase body. They add a bunch of fructose to increase palatability. And so the best thing you can do if you are actually a wino is to subscribe to either Thrive Market's Biodynamic Wine Program, which is or dry farm wines. Which is what I do. Because those, mm-hmm. yeah, those companies ensure that they're you're organic, they aren't spread with pesticides, they're made traditionally, which means they're not doctoring up the wine if it ends up being a little bit more tan, a little, having a little more tannins or being a little bit sweeter based on that crop in that year. That's kind of what we deal with. They're a little bit uh, lower in sugar. You're going to have less of a hangover. And so that would be just really um, my go-to when it came to, picking between those two. I think when it comes to beers and I mean, I don't know if you've seen this, the smear campaigns now that like our beer is hundred percent free of corn syrup. Um, you're just, it's really, people are pulling back the veil on what these beers like Coors Light and Bud and all of them are made of, which is grains. And a lot of times the kind that is really inflammatory in the body. Yeah. Okay. So good to know. And I did a whole thing, uh, on a, like a podcast maybe a couple of months ago. One of my things was like, this is, this is the wine. This is like the healthy wine. And I talked yeah. about dry farms and it wasn't a commercial or anything. Like I literally have had a sub- subscription for a couple years now. And my husband and I, we really like it. And you can just know that, you know, you can trust what you're putting into your body. Um, which Kelly, like you're, you're full of all the knowledge on, on what to put in our bodies and what's going to make us feel our best. And I just love that you're a champion for people to, you know, free themselves from the food drama. Now I'm going to go back to that. I don't, that tagline always stuck with me from your first book, Body Love, like no food drama, weigh what you want and have balance. And I just, I think, why don't you say the, what is the actual tagline? Cause I know I'm just like winging it. Live in balance, weigh what you want and free yourself from food drama forever. Boom. And so that's from Body Love and then your next book, which people can pre-order, which where can they pre-order it? Um, it's on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, sort of anywhere books are sold. I sometimes get, I get a couple of Costco uh, contracts, but they won't be there until, it won't be there until January. Yeah. And then that's Body Love every day. Body Love and Body Love every day. Yeah. Body Love Every Day is the one that you can now pre-order. But if you don't have Body Love, I suggest it. It stays in my kitchen because there's always a smoothie recipe that I want to bust out or a like a dinner recipe. I mean, there's all it's not just smoothies. So um, there's lots of, oh, man, there's one now I'm going to make because I'm talking to you, Kelly. It's making me think of it from that book that was like the the squash with the ground turkey and the celery oh. and the onion and something else. Maybe yeah, there's tahini. That's such, a good, that's such a good one for fall. It's basically like a skillet sauteed turkey, kale, garlic, oh. celery. And you roast um, little like half squash boats. Mm-hmm. Um, and you s- sort of drizzle a little tahini in there at the end and mix it up and scoop it into the squash boat. It's divine. It's so good. So there's always um, recipes up at bewellbykelly.com as well. So don't feel like if you can't afford to go out and buy a book that you're kind of stuck and you don't have access to anything. And Kelly puts tons of stuff on her Instagram. 
um, which is at Be Well by Kelly. So thank you, Kelly, for coming on. It was so good to talk to you. And I hadn't talked to you in a long time, but I follow you on Instagram, which is such the horrible thing because you just feel like you know what's going on with everybody. But um, maybe next time I come out to California to see Mary, we can all try to get together, especially if you move back down closer to her. Back to the OC. Back we'll to see. The OC. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, have a good day. All right, sister. You too. Thanks for having me on. Okay. That's a wrap on today's episode. A big thank you to Kelly for coming on. She is so awesome. I mean, Mary has hung out with her in the... So Mary, she wasn't there for the interview, but she's <laughs> with the outro. So she hasn't listened to it yet. So we're recording the outro. A little inside thing here. If you made it this far, I'll give you a little you know, inside info. So uh, sometimes I record the interviews and then I record the intro and the outro later or before. You never know really when I'm doing it. Most of the time after. So that way I know the content and what's there. But uh, yeah, Mary, I talked with her about how we didn't eat for four days. We should have teased that in the intro. Oh, oh no. Did, was it four days that we didn't eat or three? It was four. I think it was four. Yeah. We didn't oh. eat for four Days. I mean, that sounds really crazy. I guess it was pretty crazy. But when you hear Kelly talk about it, it's not as crazy. I know, but why did I do that to you? It was pro- it was my call. Well, to be fair, Mary and I were looking at these other like camps you can go to where it's like wellness camps where you eat, like, but you hiking, work out. And, they, yeah. mm-hmm. and you hike and all this stuff. And then we, I think we FaceTimed Kelly about it because we wanted to ask her her thoughts. And she said, she, she said, you know what I did with Chelsea Handler <laughs> like a year ago was I took her to this amazing place in Santa Barbara and she didn't eat for four days <laughs> and we still worked out and boom. But there's a lot of science to it. There's like, yes, it, there's it a reason. It wasn't, like, had nothing to do with weight loss yeah. and everything to it's do like with resetting cell turnover. Yes. Well, if you listen to the podcast, you oh, already know this because we okay. talked about it. Sorry. But, yeah. <laughs> but Mary and I, I think it is good that I've got Mary here to, to verify. Like that's not something you do for, we were, it wasn't a weight loss thing. It was a health thing. So uh, quickly, let's do the email shout out. Hey, this one is from Tiffany. Hey, Amy, I just wanted to share a cool kindness story about my son that was inspired by y'all. My son, Aiden, is a freshman in high school this year. Last week before he started school, I told him what I wanted him to do in high school. Above all else was be kind to everyone. I wasn't really sure if he was listening and he just kind of went on with the week. Well, yesterday he came on came home and was telling me about his day. He said he was sitting in the lunchroom with a group of friends and saw a boy sitting by himself at a table next to him. Aiden got up and went to sit by the kid. Before long, Aiden's friends also got up and joined them at the table and they all ate lunch together. When he told me at dinner last night, I almost started crying because I was so proud of him. He was listening and he was choosing to be kind and pimp some joy at his high school. Just wanted to let you know that you were the inspiration behind that message. So thanks to for pimp and joy and spreading kindness and inspiring others to do so. And thank you for your pos, uh, podcast, positive message, blah, 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 blah. So Tiffany, that is That's so awesome. cool. I mean, no, that is all on you, Tiffany. You're the mom. You're the one that decided to share with your kid, hey, I want you above all else to be kind to people at school. So he was listening to you, not to anything that we have to say. But yes, I think we're all inspired by different things. And I love that, you know, if y'all got that idea from Pimp and Joy or the podcast or Be Kind, Choose joy, laugh a lot, eat cake. You know what? I think Aiden probably deserves some cake for that one, which uh, Mary and I, there, we have Mama Fuku milk bar cake in the fridge Oh yeah. as we record this. It is lunchtime. 
We might eat cake in honor of Aiden and how cool he is. So Tiffany, thank you for sharing that with us. Super cool and give him a high five, right? Yeah. From I me and Mary. Freshman in high school, that's rough sometimes. Yeah. And that's and it. other parents listening, maybe try to encourage your kids, if anything, to be kind at school because that can make a huge difference. Uh. Life ain't always pretty, but hey, it's pretty beautiful, thing. Laugh a little more, things. Tight, tighten up your core, things. Said EK, you're kicking it with four things. With Amy Brown. All summer, the best time of the year usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there was another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. At IKEA, everyone can have lounge chair access. No reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, they have all of the essentials that you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. All right, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth that no matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can really make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through things. Now, BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. BetterHelp.com. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots, and Tacova's is your stop before attending your next concert. All Tacova's boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacova's has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. If you can't make it to a store, well, just go to tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Hey, it's Amy here to talk about St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. For 60 years, St. Jude doctors and researchers have helped push the overall childhood cancer survival rate from 20% to more than 80%. And we need your help getting that number to 100%. And most important, your support means that families never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment, travel, housing, or food. That peace of mind means so, so much for these families. So join me in helping St. Jude in this fight. Become a partner in hope at musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. 